Hello everybody, welcome back. This is the Uncensored Anime Podcast, a podcast where we have uncensored takes on anime, and this is episode 35, and we have our hosts, I'm David, we got Kenny, we got Jerry, and we have a very special guest with us here today. Um, you might hear his voice as Yona from Fire Force, um, you'll also see him in, or hear him in No Guns Life, um, he's Orochi from Fairy Tale. And in many other anime, uh, we have with us a very special voice actor for Funimation, Corey J. Phillip. Welcome, Corey. We're so happy to have you here today. Thank yep. you. Thank yep. you so much. Yep. What, an intro. <laughs> what an intro. What an intro. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, we're so, again, we're so happy to have you here today. Um, today's episode, for those of you that are listening, we're just going to be, you know, just chatting up with Corey, um, getting to know a little bit more about him. Uh a little interview here and there, and just kind of go from there. And so, just Jerry, the, yeah, yeah, just kicking Corey, the shit. Tell, just kicking the shit. Corey, so. tell us. I want you to tell the world first what you do oh, on yeah. the internet slash where they can find you, um, where people could find you on the internet. They want to follow your your escapades or whatever it might be. Oh man, yeah. of course you like asked the one that wasn't prepared. <laughs> like you're like I was like oh I've got the first thing down, but no, no uh, no. you can find me at Corey J Phillips pretty much like forward slash Corey J Phillips on anything except I think one of them is like forward slash Corey J Phillips zero seven because you know gotcha. I Why didn't not? get to the game in time. Right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you. Uh, I'm really active on TikTok. It's like the oh, one thing really? I'm like the most famous on. What do you do oh, on really? TikTok? Uh, we don't mess with TikTok, so I'm like, what do people I, do over there? I love yeah. it because it's like it, like I told, I I guess because I just like developed like a good relationship with TikTok as far as like I have boundaries with TikTok. It's like I'm not gonna put a whole bunch of effort into this. I'm not gonna like, right, like, right. It's just gonna be as like just my day to day like and just stuff that I I think is okay. fun. And then I like did the Dio challenge and that blew up. Oh, like I did the Dio challenge. I did the Dio challenge with a whole show. Like you remember my what? shows. Yeah. And so it's like 300 people or it's like, no, it's 200 people. Like 200 people in a room all just like bending over backwards. Yeah. And then one kid in the very back like eats it. And oh so, oh like, my God. So that's it just hilarious. blew up. And so, yeah. That's like, really funny. Yeah. Well, that's oh, great. And man. so, so Corey, okay. So. Uh, those of us who anyone who's listened to our podcast for a little bit they know every time we have a guest on we yep. always open with the same question and i always gotcha. have to preface it to make sure everyone knows so Corey, i want you to tell us a little bit about and the boy we're going to react to what your top three are obviously whether we think it's right you right. know great fantastic or maybe or we have other we might, yeah. Yeah. right i'm gonna throw one in <laughs> we... i'm gonna throw one in that's complete and utter garbage undeniably <laughs> no, garbage just... Just to see uh, what you say to it. Like, the devil's advocate. Oh, <laughs> just two like, of them are gonna wow. be real. One of them is gonna be like a hot steaming pile. <laughs> oh my god! And okay, I'm, so gonna, I'm just gonna see gonna... what your reaction is. Oh, we no. gotta hear. So yes, what are I'm your top worried. three favorite anime? And what well, I tell everyone for you, sir. Oh, cur cur currently or uh -huh. like of all time? I always say of it's time. of the three favorite anime of all time for you. And it okay. also – and the weird thing about this is I always like to preface it because sometimes people's favorite anime, they know that it's not good, but it's still oh, their favorite. Yeah. So I always like to preface it. Sometimes that's the way it is. So you don't have to, like, filter yourself. If you love trash, then that's what we want to hear. Oh, no. I'm, um, I'm so, unabash um, I unabashedly love trash. I, I still go back and watch the Yu-Gi-Oh! dub. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I can respect that that's, one. That's, that's like, good trash. No, yeah. Dan Green is a legend. Garbage. The first season Terrible. is utter 
garbage. It's the show it's is garbage. The yeah. the, the oh, writing is terrible. It's so it's, bad. It's, it's so... so bad. Everything but it's a blast. It. But it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny though. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. such so a funny. good time. Yeah. Okay, Corey. So three favorite anime okay. all time. Where Number one all time favorite. So I'm just gonna start at the top of the list. Number one okay. all time favorite. Number like, our, and I kind of judge my favorite anime by how many times I go back to them. Right. That's that's, that's a really good like if I if I like if I'm like watching something for comfort then it's like that obviously it has some like thing with me but Trigun all the way number one oh, Trigun I've gone back and rewatched I know hell? it's not like the, the best I think yeah that's you're the first place to say it but it doesn't surprise me that's yeah. all right. I say exactly it's, yeah it's all of my favorite things uh, in mm-hmm. one which is like it's not it doesn't take itself super seriously right um yeah. which is part of what uh it's a uh, post-apocalyptic which is mm-hmm. and western like every, all of my favorite things <laughs> in one ip and so right, right. like yeah no lie I mean, hands down you've got vigilantes the... you've got mercenaries you've got uh, gun battles yep. swords you've got i mean yep. everything's happening in a wasteland of ideas and there's alien it's i mean there's literally everything you could want in everything you can want and yeah. it's all just like <laughs> nothing is out of the realm of possibility like it's like right. you, you can do anything in that setting and it's like mm-hmm. well there's a dinosaur now and there's yeah. nothing about the like, world yeah. i mean yeah, there's that a sets an expectation that couldn't be there like, it's right. like well yeah no that that, that makes <laughs> sense that's so freaking uh, this, awesome this dude uh, has a a gun that's a saxophone all right it works that's the kind of that's the kind of shit to get you hyped up you're like oh fuck like <laughs> i'm so ready for it yeah so yeah, it um, truly is yeah oh man uh, yeah we have no critique that's that's act- we love we that's all love trigun one. honestly yeah. it's like we just we love trigun i've even so got the I, gun i had a yeah. i had a prop no maker way. buddy of mine make me the gun <laughs> i have Nash's gun it's like that's right on the other side of the dope, door dude yeah that's so okay awesome. uh, number two uh is um is Cowboy Bebop obviously okay. oh, probably one of the yeah. greatest animes of all time? For it. Yes, one hundred percent greatest anime of all time. Like right. it is yep. hands down. It's a it ends when it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. Uh, it's writing and the cast is flawless. The performances are flawless. Yeah. The story is flawless. Like there's nothing wrong with it. And then the soundtrack makes it iconic. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. Tank is probably the most iconic anime open of all time, hands down. I don't yes. care what anybody says; no one can argue with me. Beautiful. I think there could be an argument for yeah. Evangelion's uh, intro, oh, like it's maybe more iconic, so right? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe, but Tank is mm-hmm. Tank is Tank, and you can't absolutely so. Space Lion. So gets me my so, feels all the time. Oh yeah, the ending song, Love yeah. So Corey, does that mean you're excited for the Netflix live action version oh, of Bebop? Absolutely. You... Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm absolutely excited for it because uh I, I'm just tired of like going in with like negative expectations of shit. Like I'm just right. sort of fucking right. over it. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah, like the, the the internet's so toxic. And so like yeah. I'm just so tired of like people just hating shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like setting like, yeah. like, up instantly. Yeah. 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 yeah, like yeah, there's some things wrong with certain stuff, like Right. Like I, I went into like playing Cyberpunk 2077, like oh. wanting to like it, which the internet like, fucking hated. They hated yeah. it. The internet just <laughs> tore it apart. Destroyed I went, it. Now, mind you, now that I played it, I also hate it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, at least you gave it a shot. I gave it a shot. Like I went in with like, I was like, I'm gonna give this every bit. Like I'm not gonna listen nothing. I want to. I want to like. I went in right. trying to like it and still came out the other end and been like, well, I'm never touching that again. Cool. All right, we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Hey, but you gave it its fair chance, so that's I what gave matters. it a exactly. fair shot. Exactly. I'm excited to give Cowboy Bebop a fair chance as well. Oh, I think yeah. it could be good. So the cast is good. They're not. Yes. Uh, they're not like egregiously. Uh, they're not like they're not whitewashing, but they're not like egregiously like Asian washing. As a yeah. Japanese man, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. So yeah, that's I'm, that's I'm there. Sure. I'm there mm-hmm. for this. I really think the cast was. Uh, I mean, I am a little interested about. Because to my understanding, Ed is not going to be in the show at all, potentially. Um, at least they haven't openly announced a cast member for it. So mm. I am curious what they're going to do with that, or if that's just they've decided to write Ed's character out. Um, but I'm, I'm honestly, if I, there's a character I they could Ed. write out, it'd be his. He yeah, yeah, integral. yeah. That's and that's the way the I thought about it too. Um, or maybe they're setting it up maybe that they're going to have multiple season seasons. two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's valid. That's a definitely. There's a, a there's a lot of the thing about animations they can get they can get away with like faster storytelling yeah right and on camera like things are a lot slower so um with it yeah Yeah. and so they're probably yeah i would see i could see a season two i'm definitely curious but cowboy bebop legendary anime we've actually i do think we've had guests mention it before and yeah obviously the three of us are uh long time i mean yeah we love it's hard i I I know kind of bad I felt kind of bad putting it on the list because I knew it was going to be like a staple of the list. Like it, yeah, it literally right is the king. It right. can't get taken down. And it, so. can't, and it, and it can be that way. I, although I yeah. do know a guy who hates it. He he can't stand it. He's a huge anime fan. He, look at you. No, Gordon, he hates Cowboy Bebop. He won't watch it. He's watched like eight or nine episodes and he gave up. And he just is this won't. a guy that like not... uh, like unironically orders grits at a restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe. Like, any, like he just is into flavorless shit. Like, right. He just, just hates I, I, it blew my mind. I kept saying, dude, I was like, you got to keep, like, just fit, like, I don't, I, I, it. Which, it doesn't make any sense to me because I was hooked from the beginning. Close to Cold so Stone like, Creamery and gets yeah. vanilla ice cream. That's cream- what that guy does. <laughs> what? I like, I like vanilla. So, whatever it might be, I, I'm always surprised when people go into the show and don't end up like the rest it, of the obviously. Sh- the rest Anyone of the show is just going to be it. trashing that dude. <laughs> that guy's done. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm just going to pepper him just be trashing Damn that it. dude. Damn it. Damn <laughs> it. He deserves it. He deserves it. No, so. honestly, I'll definitely play, worth, worth a take to make. But, okay, Corey, so number three. The third one is Metabots. <laughs> oh! Metabots! Wait. Wait, actually. Damn. I just, no, oh my, that's crazy. <laughs> I respect that. But I was like, oh, that's the trash. No, come on. It's we like Metabots. Here's what. No, Metabots. Metabots. You know what's wild? Is I have great memories of Metabots. I really. I, I do. Really have I used to have the figurines and played the little yes. like, shitty rolling dice game. Like, yes. Like, we and even made up the... our own rules. If you got the dice on its side, like, you know how yeah. like, it, it was like a little cylinder? If you got the dice on your side, that was metaphors, and you immediately did, like, Boom. match damage. Like, <laughs> like we have our own rules Find your metabots, bro. That's badass. <laughs> and it's wild because I hadn't thought about metabots in years. And recently, yeah. one of my favorite YouTubers did a YouTube video about it, about metabots. And it's like a 20-minute expose about why we all are under underestimating metabots, why it's a classic and a legend. So I God, remember watching man. that, and I was like, I was like, holy! Sh-. I was like, I guess Metabots was a classic and a legend. I was like, how did I forget about this? <laughs> no, um, it's not. It's so not. Like, okay, so the thing is, is like, was he reviewing the Japanese version of it? He was, was no. He, he was actually. He was know. talking about. He was talking about both the dub. Ones, but I, a lot of what he talks about in the video is mainly about how a lot of the animators and directors that worked on that show went on to be legends. So yeah. it's kind oh. of like this early form of like people who were, you know, they were working on Metabots and they were just scrum, you know, scrubs. They were. 
just guys getting an animation, whatever it is. But yeah. now they've all gone on to direct successful anime movies, anime TV shows. You know, they've been yeah, involved. Yeah, but in all I go back stuff, and look but... at stuff I did in my early career, and I still cringe. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not. <laughs> oh yeah, not, and oh, yeah. like it is. You still yeah. start by producing. It's probably it's not... objectively pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really the real reason that I'm like I was mm-hmm. I was saying that one of mine mm-hmm. was going to be trash and it's Metabots. It's yeah. not because of any particular thing with like the animation, right? Uh, right. Or like. Even the overarching story is not right. horrible. It's, it's the not, yeah. dialogue. It's the di- yeah. like you go back and watch that show. I couldn't make it through an episode. Oh like, my god! Because the oh, dialogue is so stilted. The performances yeah. are as cringy as cringy can be. Uh, especially Metabees, in my opinion, because no. they were trying to go for like you could the very obviously thing, tell they? some some exec. Was like, you know what he needs? He needs to be urban. He needs to be cool <laughs> yeah. and hip. And then they're like, I forgot you got about this that. voice actor to do his dead level best, yeah. trying <laughs> to make him urban and cool. And it's awful. It's just such <laughs> trash. It's so I've got to rewatch something. Now that you talk about it, I have not seen it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I haven't seen it in like 10, 15 years. It's been forever since I watched Metabot. Yeah, I no. watched it recently. I went back because it was on like, uh, it was on YouTube. I found like all episodes yeah, are like on YouTube. Oh, and I was wow. like, oh, oh, heck yeah. I used to love Metabots. And I watched the first episode. <laughs> and I was like, you're like, what the fuck was yeah. that? Oh, apparently as a child, I didn't have taste. Nice. Dude. But that's still cool. It's still cool. Like, I always talk about how one of my favorite anime is Saint Seiya. I don't know if you know anything about that one. Oh, Saint, yeah. Saint, Saint Seiya. Yeah. Uh, yes, dude. So like, for me, it's you know I get it that it's it is not much more than just like a basic shonen brawler. There's really not any high level character development. There's just people transforming and beating each other up and doing special moves. But like yeah. for me, like I still love that show. It looks like it's from the 70s or whenever it was 80s, whenever it came out. It looks like it still, but I still love it. Like every time it's I so put good. it back on, I can't stop watching. Like that's just one of those shows. So I think it's okay to like a little bit, a little bit of trash. Yeah. And David's favorite. Um, David, what's your favorite anime? Isn't it? Uh, I think it's called Vampire Night. Yeah. Vampire Night. If I remember yeah, I correctly, it's I believe it's called Vampire Night. Welcome to the Vampire Night podcast. We all love Vampire Night here. It is the Vampire Night podcast once again. No, Corey's so confused. He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, I know Vampire Night. I'm just like, oh, hey, it's more of a quest. I've seen it. I'm happy you it. Okay, all right. Okay. So I watched uh, like three episodes and was like, I'm not interested. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not. It's, it's hard. Explain. It's hard to watch. Um, Explain I, yourself, David. Well, um, well so Vampire <laughs> Night was just, you know, the first manga I've ever read. And that's actually mm. Jerry. Oh. The first time we met, he caught me reading Vampire Night. It was like, yeah. oh, yeah. reading Vampire Night. And that was before I knew. <laughs> that was like before I knew what was bad and what was good. Like, I just knew like, like Dragon Ball Z, like Sailor Moon. It was like, oh, I've never heard of this Vampire Night. I like vampires, and so they, they always. You know what? I get you. I get you. It. I have. I have an equivalent one. My, it's kind of like your your introductory is always gonna. You're always gonna have a special place for your introduction yeah. to something. Oh yeah. Uh, like everyone's first Doctor and Doctor Who is always their favorite. Uh, yeah. And I have a. I have an anime just like Smith. that. Because the first true like true to form anime that I ever like got to read and watch mm-hmm. was Initial D, and Initial oh, D was trash. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh that's funny. What do you mean? Initial no. D just released a brand new really, really fast nine. Come on. No, no, they did not. Shut up, I'm kidding. If you break down what Initial D is, it's just a bunch of dudes. Like, if you really, I, I love the, yes. the best thing about Initial D 
is that if you really take away all the beautiful animation, it's a bunch of like insane dudes standing yes. on the sides of roads, commenting <laughs> to themselves, not watching racing. Because the race only happens for like by them for like a second. And then the rest of the time, they have no fucking clue what's happening. Yeah. Like they can't see down the mountain to see what's going on. It's the dead of night. And these, like, and so they don't know. So they're just, just like. So He's so using zero point turning. Yeah, he's using. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. His tires are so strong. Yeah, there's, he there's used a... the gutter. That's a real moment in the show. He's like, he used the gutter, and they're like, oh, like a whole uh, yeah. group of them are Dude. like freaking out about it. That's Wait. wild. I always thought I need to watch this show now. Initial D is like not. It is it? It's not aged well, is all I'll say. It, I feel like when it came out, like I was into it, but now it's like, yeah, that show has not kept up with it. I, I yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> but that's a good one too. Have, there's a restaurant here uh, around us that actually has oh, yeah. like initial D like all over the walls. Yeah, that's like where they're theming I love that up place. there. Yes, I was like, yeah, so I, I was like, this is crazy because I, I was like, why? I walked in. They got initial D all over the place. I was like, what's going on in here? Um, it was very weird, but. Well, this is great. Um, so, Corey, you know, top three anime, wonderful choices. I We have yep. no disrespect towards Metabots, even though you're right. Yeah, it's and, pretty rough. Yeah, basically, so, we are going to let you switch it, right? Metabots yeah, is three. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I can't actually yeah, put yeah. the real one in. You've sealed no, it. Yeah. No, no, sealed it. in no, Metabots' is number two. So, uh, well, then yeah, my fourth, yeah. my fourth oh, okay, is my hero. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. now Corey, have Do you, you read not done? have you not done a little bit of work for my hero? Yeah, that's what I thought, right? Okay. Okay, that's what I thought. So that's really fantastic. Um, and I don't like. I liked it before I was in the show. Mm -hmm. Like I, uh, assumed, yeah, that's sure. probably my favorite Funimation IP that they've ever that they've gotten in recent years. Because like they had right. their golden age, which is like you know Cowboy Bebop and Trigun and like yeah, that whole right. age of like yep. show acquisition. But they acquired My Hero, and I I didn't. So I hadn't seen it. I hadn't heard anything about it. The only reason I knew it was going to be big was because I heard behind the scenes because I was working for Funimation when they acquired uh, My Hero. Okay, yeah. And they were like, we put all our eggs in this basket. Because, mm. like, whenever an IP, an anime IP comes to the States, like, all mm. the major companies make bids on it. Right. Uh, and whoever's bid and, along with relationships, and there's a lot of, like, yeah, pomp right. and circumstance <laughs> that comes with IP acquisitions or mm -hmm. the acquisitions. Um but they like apparently put all their eggs in that basket. They're like, we're taking a huge sense. risk on getting the show. And right. so I was like, well, now I want to know what the show is about. And so I went and watched it and I was like, I get it. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> right. episode, episode two, I was like, well, now I'm addicted. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's crazy. Uh, Cause like, I, yeah. I have such a weird experience with my hero and it's, uh, we all three are fans. Um, I'm yeah. the only one who doesn't, they both are caught up on the manga. I only mm. stick with the, I just watched the anime. So I'm, watch, I'm a little I'm behind the them. I'm You're also caught up in the manga. Too, wait, did you read yeah. the most recent chapter, Corey? I feel like wait. I have not. I, so I do. I do them in. I do them in tens because I get real annoyed waiting. Oh, yes, um, that's a week. So what I do is I do them in clumps of ten. So I smart. wait for ten that's to smart. get backlogged and then I'll read because I just get um, like I can't just sit there for fifteen minutes, read through a chapter, and be like, well, that's enough. Like that's not how it works. Me neither, but sometimes it's just it's just what I have to do, right? When you're when you're just to accept that's the that's all I'm gonna get, right? That's like me. I get my seventeen. 
I went through my week by week with Naruto, and I mm. I, oh, I yeah. stuck it out to the end. Yep. So I've I've done it. I've done yeah. that. I'm not doing it again. Not anymore. <laughs> not not the, con- the constant cliffhangers, it gets to you. Oh, uh, it just gets you after yeah. a while. And those of us yeah. on the perpetual One Piece weekly grind that's never going to end forever. It, it'll never end. Um, <laughs> we, that's we, we read One Piece on. anime <laughs> purgatory. That is I, I an anime <laughs> purgatory. I read it every um, Sunday morning without fail at the same time, no matter what. <laughs> Yes, I mean, it's, uh, it's yeah, me too. That, it's, I've been reading it like that for I and mean, now it's fifteen like, years at this point. It's now we get yeah. like the uh, extra Sunday off because Oda always does one a month. Like it, it, it is just easily transitioned Crazy. into me forever reading like, that manga. What's wild? So me and Kenny, we're brothers, by the way. I don't know if you can tell. Um, yeah, but, no uh, relation. I don't, I was I don't like, know him. Yeah, really. I was like, I don't know if it's clicked. But um, so Kenny and I, many many years ago, uh, before <laughs> I thought you guys were related. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no <laughs> we're and, brothers. Me yeah. and Kenny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and Kenny, many many years ago, we um, we were attending an Acon actually, and mm. this is after My Hero had come out as a manga, but Correct. the anime hadn't aired yet. I and think Kenny, like twenty five chapters were out. Kenny looks at me and he's like, Jerry. Trust me, years from now, everyone's going to be dressed up as my hero characters. And I said, what? I was like, what? I was like, what is this thing you're reading? Why do you found, like We found one stand thing? selling some stickers. Yeah, uh, that was it. Uh, yeah, No and, one and else I, knew. Nothing else. My, my hero, hero was anywhere. non-existent. And then it was like a year or two later, yeah. and you couldn't walk. You couldn't You couldn't look any direction in uh, Akon or one of these big cons without seeing cosplays, prints, figures sta- i mean my hero so funimation was smart they knew exactly yeah. what the hell they were yeah. doing they, yeah. they did when they said they put they all their action on basket hell yeah that out of the it, park that it was the one to go for and um that's crazy i mean it's just crazy but uh, we we love the show too and yeah some yeah. people have really harked on its latest season i think uh some of my friends are not as satisfied with it um right. as the show's gone on but I think that this next part is going to really get them reignited about the series. What, is what I've heard. It's one of the best. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. You know? This is mm-hmm. this is definitely, and we've talked about it a lot on on the show. It's just like, yeah. out of all of my hero story, this is like probably like the the lowest point. Right. Like, it's yeah. very slow, yeah. and it's like it's right the... before it gets like you t- you get that roller coaster, you get on that ride, and you just go straight straight oh, up yeah. from here. <laughs> so, so I'm excited. Yeah. I do have an anime only. I do I'm have excited. a criticism. I do have a criticism of my hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I do have a criticism of it. I don't think they should have gotten rid of All Might as quickly as they did in the story. Mm. I think part See, of what that's a hot made, criticism. I think part of what made the story super compelling mm-hmm. was the relationship between Midoriya and All Might. Right. Like I think my two hottest takes about My Hero as a story is that a mm-hmm. get rid of Class Two B. They're completely mm-hmm. and utterly un- unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> yeah, I agree. Completely, I agree. And utter, like every time they come up, I honestly want to skip chapters. Like I'm yeah. just like I don't care no. about you. You're <laughs> like there's there's no you should not be in the story at all. Yeah. Oh uh, I I I understand the idea. It's like oh if there's if it was a real high school, then there right. would be multiple classes, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. I get that, but we don't need to see him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like class one, no, it has like twenty characters alone. So you oh, right, right. there's yeah. already twenty characters. I, yeah, an additional develop 20 those side twenty characters. characters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, develop those twenty characters and keep all might because part of what's really compelling is seeing the the different the the changing of the guard. Like that was really mm-hmm, what the yeah. story was for the first part was the changing of the guard, where it's like you have right. all might, which is believable Superman. The Superman yep, right. that should be and, mm-hmm. and, and is. And, and then Midoriya, which is this kid 
who has no natural born ability, but has all of the drive and want. And Mm -hmm. then these two worlds colliding. And that was what the story's foundation was on is Mm -hmm. this compelling of not being able to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the new and up and coming and the switching of the guard. And then once they just got rid of all might, like, cause that's what happens. Like even in the manga, he barely shows up anymore. And it's like, and all of that, like that relationship is just gone. And it's so hard to care about Midoriya now. (laughs) Like it's so hard. Like I get that he's super powerful and shit and stuff's happening, but I just don't care as much as I did when he had that relationship with all might constantly going Mm. back and forth. And, I thought I think they got rid of him too quickly. No, yeah, I think um, that's actually, as much as it is kind of a hot, yeah. I've heard someone tell me before that they wish they had just killed All Might at the onset, just murdered him, just murked him oh, right when it started. No, just, no, <laughs> that would be crazy. Opinion that is a bad opinion. <laughs> that would be bad. I love All Might. Comments I'm like, are bad. No, no, no. But no, yeah, someone, someone no. told me once they wish they should have killed him. That's true. Yeah. Like he oh, definitely yeah, yeah. should die, and I would <laughs> right. hate it. But mm-hmm. story writing wise, yeah, that'd be way more compelling than him just oh, yeah. sort of getting mitigated to the bench, which I guess is even yeah. sadder if you really think about it. Yeah, yeah he kind of <laughs> just got backseated after a certain oh, point. Oh, he got benched like, right, so hard. Go ahead, sit down, all my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go drive the car and get my lunches. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't. Right. Though I will say though, the way they benched him did make that moment where he like couldn't keep up, keep up with Midoriya anymore. Uh, yeah, the recent thing that's happened to everybody. Yeah. yeah, that mm-hmm. was a super good moment, and it's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. It's it was rough. Okay, especially, but the fact is, is that Jenny, I'm. Whenever he does that, I do think it's gonna hurt, bro. Oh like, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, is it gonna be on Jiraiya levels of death if All Might does die in the story? Oh, like, is that man. is that where the level, I don't know like, if the way that they're like, the way oh, that shit. they're doing the way that they're doing him now it will not be because we're not seeing him as much and so we're disassociating like we're disassociating we're right. disconnecting yeah. Yeah. whenever Jiraiya died Jiraiya was basically with Naruto the entire every episode all the time he was with yeah. Naruto yep. you got mm-hmm. to see him for a, a whole season and then some yeah. the yes. way like yeah. two seasons three seasons how long was he alive mm-hmm. like time. three yeah mm-hmm. so you develop like this kind of cohesive like like codependent relationship with him right. and Naruto like you yeah. those were the same characters and then when they right. killed him it's like, <gasps> like yeah. it's like a, uh yeah. shit it's a big moment for Naruto in that moment so yeah it does suck that what they've done with All Might that if they do eventually kill him it's not gonna it, I'm it, I'm scared it, it as well that Corey impactful, that it's gonna it's gonna yeah. be it's not gonna hit the levels that it should have or that it could have had they maybe right. done it a little more tactfully or handled it more managed it well so I don't know I I think Horikoshi's trying his his damnedest but I do think there's some areas where he's still building world and he gets a little caught up and like you said you earlier I really want... really compelling though I, oh, I do have an it. idea for what would be oh, really okay. compelling okay. if Horikoshi if you're listening listen yeah I'm like what uh, I think it'd be super cool and I think it'd be really compelling if that like so we're seeing him getting benched and like he's not being able to keep up and that causes like this really like dark for him to go to like this super dark place and so he starts seeking out ways to get power his power back oh. and then and that that chill. want eventually starts to corrupt him and the final boss is not Shigaraki it's All Might himself Ooh. and it, Midoriya has to kill All kill Might him. 
Yo, oh that'd be dark. That'd be real dark. I'm like, that would be a huge <laughs> turn, though. That's like all some the... some Red Hood Batman level. Yeah, stuff. all the yeah, all yeah, the... like yes, yeah. dude. And all much just trying to like, he wants to be a hero so desperately bad because he sees Midoriya and he's like, I remember when I had ideals, and then those ideals just start getting poisoned because he just and they're like. Well, we can give you power if you take this drug, and then he like uh, starts getting hooked on. No. Wait a second, okay. Yeah, on, we spun, we spun. Okay. <laughs> no, I want to see. I want to watch out, that. I'm out. I want to watch it. I want to see that. I, I would watch that. I would watch that. I'd be, I'd be sucked in, yeah, dude. I'd like, be rubbed up imagine like midoriya like having to put his fist through uh, all might's chest and like he's like punches through all might and all might's just looking at him like uh, oh my and it, god and midoriya's just like crying as he's like looking <laughs> at all Yo. might that he had to kill before he like killed some, everybody else like some in, in, invincible level gore <laughs> yeah like yeah. it's just the bloodiest shit you've ever seen like, like oh what? <laughs> and then you have like uh all for one in the background being like, this is my plan all along. Yeah, I knew you would eventually fall, all might. I corrupted you. Oh I got God. to you. And he's like, you got to me. That'd be so wild. The more I'm hearing about this, the more I need it. I need yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have to. Someone write. Make, make uh, it the plot of the, next, of the next of the letter. Yeah. Oh, yep. that. Oh, that'd make for a great movie. At least, it, like, what oh, if story? Um, yeah. I knew I could never defeat you in front, All Might. So I had to do it another way. Like, oh my god. <laughs> and it's, that'd be awesome. Oh, it's okay. So good. So Corey, what I want to hear now? What? Uh, the, here, what is your was that a sentence? I. It was not. <laughs> I'm like, what is? What would you consider your anime origin story? I ask everyone. I've oh. asked many of our other guests to yeah. this question. How do you feel like? Because you know, I know that at the very least on a professional level, you've been connected to the anime community for quite a bit of time. Um, but yeah. I'm curious, you know, where did it all start? How did you end up doing what you do? Um, tell tell the listeners a, how you got there. That is such a bonkers and crazy, like, complicated answer. <laughs> That's not a short story whatsoever. Well, That's what and we like to hear. Uh, and it's yeah. only, I can only see the threads that connected it, like, mm -hmm. after the fact. Right. But, uh, but yeah, it the TLDR version is that um, I've, I've always been kind of in an anime. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm Japanese. I'm part, you know, I'm half Japanese. So I kind of like, I grew up with, with it in my family. Like I'm just like, okay. I'm part Japanese. And like my cousin would come every Christmas and he would like bring uh, anime. And that's, that's how I got introduced to initial D. Mm -hmm. And so um, I went to like a con in 2009 and mm -hmm. uh, that a friend invited me to. And I was like, what, are what is this? What is a con? And so I went mm -hmm. to a con and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, be great here. Improv. It's all the weird kids in a place trapped here. Yeah. So I should just start doing improv shows at cons. So then I just reached out to like a local con. It was like Tokyo and Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I'm originally, oh, okay. Yeah. Because I'm originally from Vertigris, Oklahoma. So Tokyo I've and Tulsa is oh, like close. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's we're awesome. All, con. We're all. From this is also weird. We're all we're all Oklahoma yeah. born as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're not all there in Oklahoma, we're all Oklahoma yeah. born. Yeah. Um, nice. Uh Vertigris, which is up by Claremore. So yeah, we know nice. where it is. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. a girl from Claremore, actually. Oh <laughs> yeah. well, there's like right. only five hundred people in that entire city, so I probably know her. <laughs> oh weird. Um so you were Tokyo and Tulsa. So I, uh, we did our first like improv show at Tokyo and Tulsa, and wow. uh, the first show had four hundred people in attendance, <laughs> like four hundred in that's, our crowd. That's pretty. Dope. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. improv. You want to feel like a rock star as an improviser? Just do improv at a convention. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like Acon has been our our biggest crowd yet. 
Yeah. And one, I think it was Acon 2017. We had a show of 2,100. That was just our Ooh, show. Wow. 2,100 wow. people in the audience. 20... It was sick. It was yeah. sick. That's we had insane. a J. Michael I, guest starred. I think I was there. I think I watched this. I think I saw you do because J. Michael was there. He did it. He he did improv with y'all. It was a massive ballroom. Chuck Huber, yeah, I, massive. I'm like 100 percent sure that I watched you do this performance. It would not surprise so, me because I, that's like my crown jewel of like that's shows it. I've done. I just remember uh, being crammed into a massive ballroom with tons of people. My wife and I were seated on the far right near the back. It was like, woo! Like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. It was yeah. wild. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so I started doing like improv shows at cons, and that's how I started yeah. meeting other guests because what mm. i started yeah, i was like man you know we really make these shows really cool because my team is really good at improv so we could make yeah. anybody look good right because um, right. we're just we've been doing it for so long and i just chose like the best improvisers i could find mm-hmm. and uh i was like we should start getting the guests involved so I, then i started approaching calls right. like hey if the guests want to do this with us we'll totally set them up for success and make them look like rock stars and they're like yeah and so some guests were like super into it and then I started producing my my own content, my own like uh, my short films and stuff. Like I filmed a Doctor Who series, and we cast another voice actor, like another big name voice actor, which I can't name because it, <laughs> I've told him I would never tell this origin story with his name because oh okay, we don't, I'll tell you why after the story, um, right? Sure, why sure. we kind of because I'll explain okay. some some weird part about the voice acting world. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he's like, hey, have you ever thought about voice acting? And I was like. No, because there's none in Oklahoma, so of yeah, course yeah, not. I'm just, yeah. I'm, all of my career had been on camera. And he's like, well, you should you should come down to Funimation and try it out. And I was like, cool. So I went down to Funimation and tried it out. And uh, I loved it because it was super hard. It is like mm-hmm. the Olympics. It's the Olympics of acting. Mm-hmm. Like straight up, it's the Olympics of acting. Dubbing right. is the hardest form of acting, hands down. Yeah. And so uh, he was like, well, if you want to do more of this, you're going to have to... Uh, you're probably gonna have to move here because they need to be able to call you in in a moment's notice. And I was like, "Cool." And then a year, I was I moved to Dallas. <laughs> so, uh, they, awesome. Damn. So it was big. It was big deal. So you, once you did it, you were like, "I." Even though this is hard, I want to keep doing. It. Yeah, and I've been looking the, to yeah. move to a new major city because, like, as you mm-hmm. kind of go along in your career, like you can only you you eventually get to a point where you've done as much as you can do in that city. Right. So unless you're just happy with doing that level for the rest of your life, you have to eventually move to to a bigger city into a right. bigger market so i was already at the point in my career where it's like i was looking to move to a bigger market and this was just the excuse at slash push mm. that i needed because it was yep. anime is an opportunity because if you can cut your teeth in anime then you get to cut your teeth in video games and if you can make right. it video games then you've made it for life like you yeah, that's where that. the money's at yeah so, that's what's yeah. wild is i feel like i've heard other voice actors talk about like if you do video games there's just a lot of opportunity for voice actors to start doing a lot of work but you get into that side of it but it yeah. makes a lot of sense so so now you're in it do you, are mm-hmm. y'all still do? You're still doing improv? Are you still doing? Oh them? yeah, doing, I okay. just I just had a show. Uh, I booked. I recently booked another show. Uh, oh wow! Because that's like my first acting love, so I'm never gonna right. stop doing that. I that's I fantastic. just taught a week long intensive because now I ha- now my improv troupe is three cities. We have wow. we have a few members in LA, but our two biggest teams are Dallas and OKC. So there's oh, wow. OKC, and we just had this huge like crossover event where the, all both teams came to Dallas uh, here at the theater that I uh, mm-hmm. that I teach out of, and we all cross trained for like six hours together. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Do yeah. you feel like Do you feel like your improv work has really helped you do 
poison. Oh, I've, yeah. I've heard that before, but I don't know oh, like yeah. what's the crossover of yeah. it, like how that has works. But oh, uh, because you're you. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me explain to you something I, about dubbing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have no idea what mm. you're going to be doing before you do it. Right. Like when I got cast as Yona, I found out the day of. Like oh, I was wow, like wow. I showed up in the Woo! session. He's like. I showed up. I showed up in the session. You know, like, hey, you have a two-hour-long session with Kyle in room. I think it was like four or five, something like that. So I go into room five, and Kyle's like, "Okay, you're gonna be reading for Yona. Uh, he's kind of like this. Good luck." I had to make up a voice for this character in five minutes or less. Woo! Um, and did you, so, did you see a picture of it at least? Did they at least? Show yeah, I got to see okay, kind okay. of like what he looked like, but <laughs> that was it. And Damn. I had minutes, minutes That's crazy. of crap. And you got to be able to do that. And improv yeah. gives you every bit of the set, the skill set to do those pin de- pinch decisions. And sometimes they have to rewrite the line there, then and there, mm-hmm. because they're like, ah, it's not fitting. There's there's more flaps than there are words. And you just got to be able to handle all those adjustments. Like improv is is not is a required tool of our trade, no matter right. what kind of acting you're doing. Mm-hmm. I and yeah, I've heard that back and forth, but I never, you know, as someone. Uh, David Kinney and I have all acted a little bit, but like in fun, you know, we were all high school actors type of yeah, thing. Not, um, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing serious. Nothing like, you know, but, yeah. um, but it's definitely one of those things. And uh, David was actually an improv troupe in college. Um, but we I don't were know bad, if we were going so to bring that not, up. Not no. to talk about it. No. <laughs> it's because it was a college improv. That's what it yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Synonymous. It was fun. It was very fun, but like, yeah, that was all it was. It's a great place to catch the, uh, to catch the bug. That's, that's yeah. kind of yeah. like, oh but, yeah. No one it's expects a, it's it a nice good. creative space to just do whatever. Yeah. So that's but the yeah. other thing is just feel it out, make all the mistakes. Exactly. I think that's that. such great insight because I think that a lot of times and I'm I'm really like just I'm maybe making a broad overgeneralization, but maybe you can attest a little bit, Corey, but I know lots of people who are big fans of anime. And they love mm-hmm. watching anime, they love, you know, talking about anime, so on and so forth. And they think, Oh, I'll just jump in, you know, I'll just magically become a voice actor today. And they think that there's not you know, I, I think that a lot of times they don't think there's great ways to practice or get ready. And I've always heard, you know, you should go do stage. You should go to stage. And I always try to tell people, like, if you want to do, go try. Like, you need to act first and foremost. And uh, I just don't know if it, I think it just goes in some guy's ears and out the other. And think it does. It's happen, so but, weird. Um, it's yeah. so weird. If, if you so, didn't see, I had a physical visceral reaction. To yeah, that. I know. Yes, because it's he was, so he was weird. fading away yeah. into the bushes. Uh, just, yeah. No, no, it's it's more like a like oh my gosh, like I have so much right. to say. Like let me just pour this tea out. Like yeah, no, and I want to hear uh, it because I think that I think that a lot of people who want to be voice actors they look on the internet they find stuff like this they need to hear some of this and, oh, you they know do. they they need to hear it and they need to hear and the, that's like that's the thing the it's like i want them to be voice actors i desperately yeah. like i love like i used to be like in my younger like my younger 20s like i was <laughs> like super super threatened and like being like mm-hmm. oh there's too many already in the what i don't need more competition right and I've I've uh, over the years like eased off that so hard, which thank the Lord, thank yes. God. Um, but there still is this like really prevalent problem, which is like mm-hmm. so many people want to be voice actors and they forget like, the actor part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, and it, like I don't know why. Like so, let me yeah. explain. Uh, so this is a great segue to the thing mm-hmm. that I left off on of my story earlier, Perfect. which is oh. why he didn't tell me or why he told me to not tell anybody how I did it is because mm. one of the things since I became a voice actor that 
all voice actors deal with and that I've been dealing with is the onslaught of people that want to be voice. Like, well, I've been a professional oh, actor. Wow. I've been a full-time professional actor since 2015. Yeah. I've been mm-hmm. I've been doing uh, professional work since 2010. I've mm. done mostly on camera. I've done movie with I've done movies with Lionsgate. Like I've done some pretty decently good on camera stuff. Mm-hmm. No one ever asks me how to become an actor on camera ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Never. I weekly get crazy. at least five to ten p- uh, messages about messages. how to become a voice actor, yeah. and oh. it's like people like whenever I announced that I like had done a Funimation thing and I, and I uh-huh. was doing a Funimation thing like I had people like coming out of the world like people that had like ghosted me snubbed me <laughs> like people wow. just came out of the swamp like this one what the fuck? this one girl like she snubbed me so hard when I met her at a con one time like so hard like so painfully hard wow. like it was just like that that gut punch yeah. snubbing like it's <laughs> like oh and then she's like, hey, we haven't talked in a while. Oh, and I was like, no, oh, here. Get out of here. Oh, no. no. And then she's, no. Like, she's like, so I saw that you were with Funimation. I've been, one, I've been told that I could probably be a voice actor. I was wondering, how do you, how do you get into voice acting? Oh, and there's like God. hundreds of those, of those messages. That's crazy. Wow. And from all over the world, I get guys from yeah. just everywhere. They're like, hey, I see you're in Funima- uh, Funimation. I see you're in voice acting. I think I could do this. And mm-hmm. every part of me is like, yeah, you probably could yeah. if you can handle that one part of the word, which yeah. is the right. acting the actor part. part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's it's wild to me like how – and I think it's because it's like uh, it's it feels attainable. Mm. And the anonymity of it mm-hmm. somehow – I think gives this false impression that it has less pressure, mm. like the anonymity of like I'm not going to be seen on camera. I don't have to be um, picture perfect or whatever, or whatever right. their delusional idea of what Hollywood expects is. Mm. Um, they they think and so they and then like some of them is like, well, I do a good impression of Kermit. <laughs> we'll get into that <laughs> longer. No. no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think I think a lot of people. Um, like, like as you're saying, like they don't think about the actor aspect of it, and I think some people with the anonymity, they're like, oh, like I just have to speak, I just have to have, have like a funny voice or a good voice, and I don't have to be like physical with it. And I feel yeah. like there's actually a lot of physicality when it comes to voice. There training. is, it's imperative. It informs yeah. the, it informs the performance. If you're not moving in the booth, you will, ha- you will give a stilted, patterned read, one hundred percent of the time, every single time. Like that's why this booth had to be four by four. Because when we started doing, when I started doing remote sessions and I started doing oh, like yeah. these things where I'm having to, like, I have to be able to like, <clears throat> like if I take a, like a, a standard effort where I get hit, I'm not just going, <clears throat> like, I'm like, <clears throat> like I'm yeah. putting my body into it and I'm, and you have to get that physical and it, yeah. and you don't it's learn those the things. comes into play. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. yeah. That is that skill. When, uh, when, when we went, do you think, do you go back to the boot, like to, have you recorded back on premises yet, or do you still just record at home? Is that like? I've been all... back. I've been back in studio. Well, I haven't been back in studio in a while because they are moving studios. So oh. most of <laughs> they kind of reserve the studios for the actors that mm-hmm. can't do the remote right. recording. Don't have it. Set so up if you like have, that. yeah, don't have the setup or don't have mm-hmm. the the technical ability. Like it's just too hard for them. And right. so they generally reserve that for them. Gotcha. And then, uh, but when they started coming back, I went back a few times. But okay, cool. Yeah. But do you see? Do you think that a lot of your? It's just a, and this is just a weird COVID conversation now. But like, yeah. I know for my my career, 
um, I work in higher ed, and mm-hmm. we have officially like, you know, we had such a struggle doing what we did virtually for as long as we did, and um, you know, now that we're back, we're like, you know, they're making us come back full. You know, they felt like kids weren't getting the college experience, so on and so forth. But I have other friends who their job changed. And it's never going back. They're virtual forever now. You know, their their company or their group has just said, "Well, no, we're not we're not doing that anymore this way." Because look how effective we still were on a virtual scenario. Um, right. So I don't know how impacted you feel like the the voiceover. Uh, I don't know what the word the voiceover. Oh, I get what community you're saying. Like you know or... yeah, I think it's I think I it's fundamentally. Uh, I think I think in some ways it has changed the game. Yeah. Um for better or for worse uh right for for me it feels very very scary and very daunting um mm. i think for the viewers at large for the people consuming anime it's only going to be good because what it's done is it it has now made it to where i'm not just competing against dallas actors anymore i'm Ooh, competing yeah. against la like one of the big guns that are just crushing it right now in mm. the uh funimation circuit is this uh, this guy by the name of Brent Mackay, uh, mm-hmm. and he, I met him in a class. He's based out of Las Vegas. Oh and wow! Prior to COVID, he would not be working with Funimation. Like unless mm, you were right. from LA, you would not be. But because of COVID, it's like, and now he's just crushing. He's just doing a bunch of stuff mm. with them. He's getting a bunch of roles, and he's good. Like he's undeniably right. good. Right. And now it's like people that are undeniably good that don't live in the major hubs can have their shot. Right. Wow. If they if they have the equipment. Now that's that's the that's the caveat and the downside is that now it's gonna be like if, if the industry continues this way and we start mm-hmm. we continue to keep everything like home recording, then that means that like in order to get into voice acting it's gonna be like a huge upfront cost. So like yeah. this microphone alone is like uh, it's an it's the industry standard like it's what half the reason why i started working more with funimation is because i bought this microphone right. yeah. wow is the tl is the tlm 103 mm-hmm. and that's a 1200 dollars mic yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, and so a, and cheap that's easy money that's one yeah, buy. Yeah. it's like i can go buy three right now let's come on let's go Jared. and on an actor's and 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 for a big like Not i good. couldn't imagine buying this thing in yeah. my like when i started my career like right. yeah like I don't know if I could have afforded this out like starting out my career. Now I'm not saying that you uh like you have to like uh, right. one of the things I have to tell a lot of voice actors that are like legitimate and like wanting to get started is like get something like a road NT1, a blue yeti, like get something cuz then you can start getting your reps on smaller projects, indie projects and then you start like right. grinding those yeah. out and then you get your rep and your demo together and then you can start like and then progressively as you go along you're upgrading, which is why I built this booth. Right. Uh, it's not a professional, like, as far as, like, I didn't buy a booth kit. I mm-hmm. built, I, me and my father built, like, four walls, and I was like, I'm going to upgrade this over time. But I wanted yeah. to be able to move if I move apartments. And so this didn't, this is now, like, like, a pro- huh? You could pick that up and move it somewhere I can else? Take it, <laughs> I can take it apart and okay, move yeah. it somewhere else. Uh, okay, oh. yeah, wow. That's yeah, awesome. It's not that easy. It's just yeah. I can move it. So, like, it has yeah, hinges on the corners that pop out and... I can take the uh, take the walls down, but now it like now the recent upgrade I did is covered in like sound carpet, and then I put the foam back in. Like I just upgraded over time, mm, right? Uh, because I just couldn't afford five thousand dollars right out the gate. Yeah, yeah. no, right. respectable. Yeah, yeah, that and makes so, a lot of sense. 
But Holy crud. that's because I had a carpenter dad, mm-hmm. and so I had that advantage. There are people right. that don't have that advantage. Right. Yeah. And so I just couldn't imagine. And so if the industry continues to go this way, yeah. the foreseeable problem is that means that there will be a massive upfront cost right. to get into voice acting. Because you still yeah. have, to produce, you have to produce studio-quality output in order for mm-hmm. them to be able to broadcast it. So uh, I wow. don't think there will ever be a complete and utter, like, not need for the studio. Right. Studios are still going to exist, but... Yeah. But, but I think that it's upgraded. It's it's definitely taking the competition up a lot. Like, this right. industry got way sure. more competitive. I find that very interesting. Yeah, we... Uh, David and I actually, like, low-key know another voice actor. Um, she went to college with us, and she works down at... um. Uh, the one in Houston, which I'm forgetting the name now off the top of my head. Oh. Uh, uh-oh. Whoa. <laughs> Bad I know. No, no, no. It's good. I just can't remember the name. It's like I always, every time I need to remember it, I can yeah. never remember it. It's... There's a studio down in Houston that also does dub work. And uh, yeah, they're yeah awesome. she's, she's done a couple projects down there. Um, and yeah, she just kind of landed it out of whatever. But um, it's so interesting that, you know, now you don't really have to be in the place. I think you saying like, that the world of dubbing is opening up is is like you said it's good for uh, like viewers us as viewers we're, yeah. we potentially can get a higher quality project having better actors that are out mm-hmm. you know that aren't having to live in dallas or around funimation that are able to actually put in a uh, higher quality work but i assume as a voice actor it could be a bit scary knowing that oh it's well, now the competition scary. is way elevated um because of the actual world that we're all live well not really i don't really know what we're in right now we're in the right. <laughs> we're, we're in the we're in the breakup uh, phase. Done. Yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> we're in the breakup phase. Yeah, we're in the whatever you want to call it. So that's really interesting. And I just, I, I, ho- I think that a lot of our viewers are going to be really, invest. They really want to hear like you know these sorts of stories about what's what's happening because we are so mm. we on this podcast a lot. We'll talk about news around anime and stuff because to us, as much as we love the shows, we also really love to know like what's going on with people. You know the things that are making you know how these projects are getting created and. And ending up in front of us, and um, so it's always good insight, Corey. So um, yeah. I don't know, David, Kenny, do you guys have any questions for Corey? Any thoughts? Yeah, I have a question. So, okay. so something I was curious about, uh, Corey. So I noticed that a lot of voice actors over the course of the pandemic last year, you know, they were either with um, some that were able to were building their own home studios, but a lot of them were also looking into other venues like um, or other ventures like Twitch, like starting a Twitch channel and starting a community mm. there or starting a YouTube channel and making content there. So was there anything kind of online that you were doing extra over the course of last year that... No, because I'm lazy. No, there was. I was... Uh, like That was kind of where TikTok came from for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Because I kind of got burnt out on trying to do long form um, mm. as mm. far as like I used to do... Like where I started is I used to do like YouTube and do like a mm. lot of creative YouTube, but the algorithm killed creative YouTube. Like there's, there is no reason to do creative content on YouTube. It's a great way to archive your stuff, but it's not like the algorithm doesn't favor you. It takes a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's, and it takes a lot more resource. Like remember like the corridor digital days where they were like just producing all these cool special effects videos and like, or Mm -hmm. a rocket jump or uh, Freddie Wong. Like those days, like that was creative content YouTube. Like that was back when it was like the algorithm favored shorter videos and and it was easier to get a profit and to get like just like it was just more sustainable to right. do content of that caliber 
in that shorter frame. But now that the algorithm favors 15 minutes, it's like, that's hard to do with that kind of like the, the amount yeah. of work that it takes to produce that stuff. Yep. Like a single episode. So I did this like fallout series and like a single episode of that fallout series took probably in total five days of shooting and yeah. uh, editing. And they were real basic and real rudimentary and it was still five days per episode. And if you do seven episodes, like, and then you get like, what, maybe a few thousand views tops. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And it's like, it's just not sustainable. Right. Um, and so I just kind of got burnout on, on trying to create like content in that way. And then mm. Twitch had taken off and I don't know, I don't play video games as a job. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I play, Me neither. I'm, so. <laughs> I'm not a good video. I like, I'm not a good gamer at all. So first of all, I don't have skill to like attract attention. And yeah. also like me playing a game is just like, <laughs> like you know what i did gaming today i went back into fallout 4 and i made like a crazy old man home that's what i made like i want i was like you know what i want to do i want to build a home for like a guy that like stockpiles guns and like shoots at anybody that gets in a, a mile radius of his house that's the good that's awesome. and so like i went in and spent like two hours building that house just a oh, crazy no. person's house. that's what i do gaming I mean, I mean, I'd watch that. I mean, there's. Bro, I love that. <laughs> Audience, for where's that? Where's that content? Crazy gun Someone, guy. Content. Crazy gun. Yeah, we need his house. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Why aren't they making that's it so in cool. Minecraft? Okay. <laughs> no, but I totally get. And as people who are, um, work, you know, we're this podcast we posted on YouTube. We all make other content on YouTube, but you're right. Like, if you're not making, the algorithm really does favor a very specific type of content you know and, and like it's like consistent like daily like and mm -hmm. you know time type of content when you're uploading there's like that's how you can make it now you know make profit on youtube but if you're not into that if that's not the the type of content you want to make youtube is should be your last uh you know like don't think about it like that i have a buddy he he's fantastic at what he does one of the best you know at what he does direct he does directing editing so um but uh he tried to make lots of films, things like that on a YouTube channel. And, you know, they're very artsy. They're very specific, yada, yada. He'll get 30 views and he'll be like, Jerry, what the hell? Like, I, I just worked, you know, tw you know, 80 hours over the course of two weeks on this one short film and I got 30 views. Um, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I make just... a bunch of people in a room backbend <laughs> for 15 seconds and I get 2.9 million views, <laughs> yes, like whatever right. it is. Like yes. it's so it's nothing about the internet makes any, any sense. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> and so it's you really have to place. love what you're doing. And the thing yeah. that I love doing doesn't really translate well to social media. Right. Right. So, uh, right. Yeah. There's a, there's a voice actor who works at Funimation. I'm, I, I'm going to say his name, but you don't have to say any opinions of him, but um, he has a really big YouTube. Um, Alejandro Saab, he goes by Kagi. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I, know I find I his content to be pretty cool. Um, and I think it's really interesting that he connect. I mean, his content on YouTube doesn't really relate to rear or what he, you know, his voice acting pretty separate. Um, but I just think that's really interesting when you have like, but it does, it does yeah. totally relate to his it. It does. Because, yeah. I, <laughs> because visibility, visibility is half the game, right? Like half it's the like reason why you saw all these, Pro ZD uh, also. Yeah, or like Kyle Phillips has been streaming yep. a lot, uh, yep. and he's he does. I watched, does. <laughs> I watched Sean Chamel play like um, play Kakarot for a while the other day off Twitch, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "Does he do this now?" I was like, "When did this start happening?" <laughs> yeah, because um, it's visibility's <laughs> half the game. If you're yeah. uh, you, uh, 
you kind of like have to do that along with being undeniably good. Like the most right. important thing is being undeniably good. And then right. the other side of it is just like them knowing you exist. Right. <laughs> yeah. And owning your, sure owning your personal platform. It's just yeah. so interesting to me. Cause I think about like the parallels between the Japanese industry as well. And in Japan, you know, voice actors to my understanding, or at least us as America, it seems like they're rock stars. Mm-hmm. They are. Um, and it's they like that, you know, you being in an anime is like a peak, you know, that's what you want to do in Japan. Um, and so it's very interesting to see the, the parallel to where here, I don't think that it's, uh, it's well, maybe it's, growing. It's growing it's, is the word I would use. We it's having growing for sure. A yeah. lot more people who are building into these communities around some of these we amazing have, We have the same, we have yeah. something that's the same. It's just because it's made there. Like it's the equivalent of being in Pixar movies. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. There's, there's like a peak to what it is here. Yeah. I guess I never thought. Yeah. yeah. The, the peak here is like being in a Pixar oh. film or being in a Marvel IP. Yeah, like that, that is would be that is that is like thing. that is the peak, and yeah. so uh, it, that's just their version of it. Yes, <laughs> like, and so I find it very interesting, and I think that for sure, though, in the last couple of years, from our perspective, fans, we've just seen such a a mass. I don't know, and maybe you feel this too, Corey. But like, do you feel like in the last like two or three, there's been so many new anime fans in the world? I don't know. Like, oh as yeah, who no, anime is something. Thing. Something happened. Because you know that it's getting big when the bigger comp when big big like corporate America starts getting involved. Yeah, right. Because uh, like you, I'm pretty sure you all since you you you, you watch the anime news, <laughs> Sony acquired Funimation and then acquired yep. Crunchyroll. Yep. Yeah. And it's like whenever big, big money big. starts getting involved, you know something is taking off because yeah. then <laughs> corporate we America is like, well, I want my piece. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Which Netflix is good like. Netflix yeah. has put in so much money into uh, their newer anime. Anime content. Too. Yeah, yeah their mm-hmm. anime content has started to really be a big part of doing now. I think it's what's going to save their platform since Disney yeah. left them. I thought Disney was going to, like, the le- losing Disney was going to, like, mm-hmm. undercut Netflix, but then they created their own studio and they're crushing it there. And I think, I think what's sustaining them is producing high quality nerd content like The Witcher. Yep. And, oh. oh. And, uh, in anime. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. acquiring anime IPs and yeah. dubbing them as as well as they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to see the the um you know, we we got to pour one out for our homies B stars still on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Corey, we have this running joke because uh Netflix likes to instead of release it weekly like Funimation, uh like, or you know, putting out the yeah. the content as it comes out or on Crunchyroll, they like to hold the whole season and then like mm-hmm. two or three months after they put it up for streaming yeah. instead of giving it weekly content, which a lot of us anime fans have just gotten so used to. You know, we're so used to just getting the episodes subbed right as they come out. Um, So it's weird, like, when Netflix is like, yeah, Beastars, season two isn't going to come out until, you know... You know why they do that? It comes on Saturday. You know why they do that? Why? why I actually don't know. It's because most of the viewership of uh, Netflix is, is, uh, like... um, the like they binge watch yeah binge binge, yeah and so they find that they lose more viewers if they were like because they did it for a while where they would do like an episodic like there were some weekly content yeah yeah and it's and but it's it doesn't it doesn't sell as well as like just releasing it all at once and because most of people that are on netflix are going to binge watch they're just going right. to have it on and they're going to binge watch right so they just know their they know their audience that's what it is yeah. that's, that's the true. strategy there is they know and, their audience i mean and genuinely some anime are i feel like perfectly binge better binge right? watch yeah there's 12, some bingeable anime. 12 so, like solid episodes and that's it like you know yeah some of them are great like regular record was really good to binge 
Oh, I love yeah. 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 <laughs> it was easy to binge. I loved binging Erased. I watched it all in one go. I thought, yeah. I'd sit down and watch it. Miss Kobayashi's was really good. Binge. Oh, you just, yeah. You're ready for season two, Kenny? <laughs> I just binged it, bro. Yes. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> but uh, that's really interesting. I think that it's just interesting to think about like, of the content, but also just how many people are into it. Now. Like, I this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me, Corey. And I have people that have told me recently, like, I became an anime fan on on June nineteenth, twenty twenty. You know, like that's like they they have like an anime fan, <laughs> and I've been having multiple. Co- and it's like I'm like, whoa, that's a weird thing to say out loud. Like that's I, not- I'm, <laughs> isn't that? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. It's like it's like the date. The day, So why do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange. I don't it's remember when. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, I was. We've just been like, watching. I, I feel like for like Kenny and I. You know, we've been watching anime since our our oh, dad wow. was into it, and our older brother was into it. So it was like from pretty much the day we were small children, we just start always watched anime. Anime we had it in the house. We, you know, my dad would make sure to show us the stuff. He'd get it on DVD. March eighth, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, so it must have been. Yeah, whatever. No, wait, whatever. Wait, wait, what, was what was that? <laughs> no, no, but, what was that uh, number? <laughs> wait, wait a second. Pause. Pause. He, that's, that's the day he read Vampire Night. No, I'm just. Oh uh, my no. God! Not Vampire but, Night. Uh, <laughs> that's so. It's just very interesting to me that that way people are associating with the fandom now. The way people are getting engaged with the fandom, content around anime and manga, even like um, on YouTube and stuff, is blowing up really a lot. Uh, there, you know, people are engaging in it a lot more all of a sudden. Um, you know, one of the biggest podcasts on YouTube, right? Anime, well, anime folks. They're anti-tubers that do um, a podcast as well. And it's very interesting to me that uh, that this is... We're seeing kind of this boom, this surge... I don't know what to call it. I wouldn't call it a resurgence because I don't know if it ever had, like... It slowly climbed and then it just, like, you know, it it has blown up. It's, so It's more like it's it's going into, like, its golden age. Like, it, yeah. It's had, a, it's had a bronze age and a silver age. Like, silver age is, like, when the big three really rose to power. Like, right. you know, you have Naruto. And <laughs> God, God forbid, Bleach. Bleach. Um, <laughs> bleach. You want to like, like hear me give a, you want to give me a, you want to give, you want to hear me give a hot take. Please, let me go, we love Let me go bleach. in on Bleach. We love roasting bleach, bleach. Bleach is, it's such, it is a, that the, I think the reason why Bleach, pisses me off as much as it does is because it's beautiful it, oh, it's animation is, is is so fantastic the art style is so fresh and original and yep. the story but is just a story, steaming pile <laughs> of fucking garbage it's just somebody some 15 year old neanderthal just crapped out their op their oc character and it's yes. ichigo kurosaki, kurosaki. <laughs> oh god i hate bleed yo yeah. that's beautiful <laughs> That's a beautiful take. We we, we always say Tite Kubo, like his art is like amazing. He just needs to link up with a he just needs to link up with an author. This but is just, like, his story just like a solved issue in manga, okay? Yeah. <laughs> or just link he he could have better writing if he went and found a college graduate from some third rate <laughs> like B town Arkansas college yeah. that barely is literate. That like, he'll, like, he'll like just it. have That's him funny. look look no. over your work before you no. put it out there. No, I mean he's That's not wrong. Funny, he's not wrong. We totally agree. That's what's crazy is we we roast bleach so hard on this podcast. It's so, so stupid. That's so it's such funny. A you we, we love it. We we roast it because we love it. You know, we roast it because we. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just we, like I love any any story that's like you know what. 
He's special because he's a human and a Shinigami. <laughs> Next season, he's a human and a Shinigami and a hollow. Next yeah. season, he's a human Shinigami hollow bullbringer. Next yeah. season, guess yeah. what? His mom was a Quincy. He's a human hollow bullbringer. Yeah, Quincy. How accurate is that? Okay, so every episode, and Kenny. he's a super saiyan. Holy you shit. Push Kenny out. You, you kicked him out. You it was too much. I'm joking. I'm joking. It was too oh. much for Kenny. No, so that's hilarious. Stupid. That's so funny dude because like right poor bleach but oh it's so weird I mean, to see that's, bleach, that's like, all of bleach i mean you just explained all of bleach like yeah, i've tried to introduce yeah. people to it now and it's just like they can't do it they're like jerry why are you making me watch bleach there's and I'm like, two yep. things that like that keep it from dying which is the Urukoi fight like is the one oh, of the yeah. greatest anime beautiful fights animation beautiful animation the stakes are there it's awesome and that's the thing that's another reason why it's such a shitty anime is that <laughs> fight is better than the final boss fight his fight <laughs> yeah. with Aizen is garbage yeah it's pretty so garbage dumb. it's so edgy come on he stays in the tunnel too long and he got He's, older ooh, and then yeah. he swings his sword what do you mean hyperbolic time chamber <laughs> yeah, haven't done yeah. that before yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. yo uh, it was pretty original <laughs> it was pretty original it was, <laughs> it was just, it was okay. It was okay. No big deal. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Although, and I don't then, know if you've and seen then, it. Like, the lead oh, character he's got has, more. like, all the personality of a paper bag. Like, yeah. He's just, like, edgy he's for edgy's sake. He's lame. Like, yeah. Uh, he's I feel like people, chief. yeah, <laughs> he's just quiet. Yeah. Honestly, I was, I made my wife watch Bleach, and, yeah, she has struggled, and she can't. We're at, like, episode 200, and she's pretty much given up at this point. Um, so we're, I'm not sure we're ever going to finish it, <laughs> but uh, she, I've seen it all, but I'm not sure she's going to ever. But, I'm so sorry to go yeah. in on your favorite enemy, my dude. <laughs> no, so no, no, it's your favorite enemy. I do not love Bleach. I get it, bro. You know, I will you say though, Bleach, you Corey, Bleach. did you watch the, um, did you watch the new, um, so Kubo put out a new, a new thing. It was called burn the witch. Um, it came out last year. Okay. So the only thing they released was like a film film essentially um so if you ever have a chance sit down and watch it's i gotta give kubo props that at least in the story writing department he has definitely created better main characters and a little bit of a better story structure than he has yeah but he set the bar out. so low for himself like he could have <laughs> walked over that bar so yeah. um, this is definitely a step in the right direction so i have he hope. didn't have, we have to hope. jump he still could be on his like riding rascal and made it over that bar <laughs> like, like, no. like, that bar was so stupid low like it, like he could have done anything it's like oh does the character smile once sweet it's a better story. <laughs> He's yeah. more three dimensional. He's so right. It's so it's so sad but so true. It's so sad but so true. It's so sad but so true. Yeah. Um, but yes, we're, I definitely agree. We're in a golden age of anime. I, I mean, yeah, there's no absolutely. way around it. With shows like Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia, oh my I mean, the, they're all just Demon leading Slayer. the pack. Yeah, <laughs> you loved that it. That show is such a breath of fresh air. Like yes. it's a small cast where you just develop a relationship with a small cast. Yep. It uh it is beautiful. The art style is now I do have like one complaint about it. Oh, but nor naturally. Yeah, yeah. I think it... I I just want to explain to me whether or not the magic is happening or not. Like oh, yeah, is the like, is the uh, water, water stuff happening behind stuff? him? Like is that yeah, happening? is the water oh. stuff happening in the reality or is it oh. more figurative? Well, like I've always like it's I never have the same question, Corey. I have yeah, no idea. The, the blood, 
the blood demon art's got to be real, right? They're yeah. real. Yeah, yeah they we see them be, yeah. physically affect the world, and we see the characters interact with it. But you never see anybody yeah. but the character using it actually interact. The only time is the thunder clap that you that uh what is his Zenitsu? name? Oh, Tandro hears. Oh, Tandro hears. Oh, uh, Zenith. Whenever Zenitsu uses his flash step, yes, which that's what it is to me. Yes, it's flash it, step. It is. It is. <laughs> um. When he does that, he says, like, oh, I heard a thunderclap. But he doesn't say he sees anything. Like, you never see the lightning. They never talk about seeing the lightning. They never yeah, talk right. about seeing the water. And so, like, I don't know if it's real or if it's just, like, <laughs> figurative. I don't right. know. It's like you see know. it around them, but they're really just cutting each other's swords. It's just, like, for visual effect. I've always like whenever the, the flame. Yeah. So, if you guys all seen the movie, right? Yes, we did. Yes, yes, we talked when about the it the flame show, Hashira yes. uses his fire in the train, nothing catches fire or stays caught fire. Right. Yeah, like that's it just true. destroys that's true. the demon stuff, but nothing, nothing stays Nothing's on fire. On fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so like if it was real, wouldn't something at least like anime loves to just light things on fire and keep them on <laughs> right. fire? Like that's an anime stable. So why? So I still don't know. So right. I need that. I need mm. that. We need I actually don't know either. I would love. We to need answers, out. Demon Slayer. Um, is the magic real? Is the magic real? Some, the yeah. human hey, magic. The is comments. the human it's magic real? We know yeah. the demon magic is real. Right. Is the human Did you like the movie real. a lot, Corey? Oh, I loved it. Well, I loved and hated it. I loved okay. it. It was a great film. I hated that they introduced me to my new favorite character and then immediately killed him. Killed him, yes. No, not Rengoku. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like rolling the Rengoku like that. I mean, just. Uh, oh, he, they did yeah, him so up. dirty. Yeah. Bro. Don't you and love I'm, the And now I'm just going to have though? this expectation of his brother. Like they're because that's what they're doing. They're yes. going to totally bring in his brother and then he's going right. to join Team Tanjiro and that's going to be Team Tanjiro. I'm um, excited for the new season for sure. I think that the movie got me re exhilarated about. I was like yeah. I was like ah. Now I'm about to say Slayer time. All of, <laughs> I think the the introduction and uh, all all the Hashira's introductions are very cool and very I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you're gonna love all of them, is what that means. Yeah, yeah. no, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna hate one of them. One uh, of them you're definitely gonna hate, and I think uh, that that like they wrote him well, like to 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 have somebody that we like right. hate. There's like, one Hashira I, you have to hate. Yeah, that's they're funny. like, what is it the the one that stabs Nezuko? <laughs> like, the stone oh, okay. oh, okay, 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 okay. We'll see. I'm excited though. Yeah. I think, I think uh, that it's... what makes Demon Slayer Demon Slayer has been just the UFO tables gorgeous production on that show is is Unreal. absolutely fucking top like yeah. I, I mean Tyler, there's just no, it, like wow um have you seen jujutsu kaisen also which is kind of the new you know what's weird is that i've been hanging out with uh so i've recently like developed a friendship and like hanging uh -huh. out a lot with one of the voice actors from jujutsu kaisen panda okay. panda's voice yeah. actor oh yeah and i have not seen the show and i oh i have not seen the show i've heard so much about, like and what's weird is i've heard so much about it from a really right. strange source which is my wife oh so I my wife it. My wife is super into anime. Well, uh -huh. it's weird. She was so whenever I met her and I started dating her, she was like like a closet weeb, mm. where yeah, she she, mm -hmm. uh, she would she wasn't fully embracing it. Now that she went once she got with me and once she married me, she is just like full on just, just let out, that just the why out. She's super in, she's super into Demon Slayer, but she's like really into like obscure animes. Like oh a lot yeah, of times. like she just re recently watched that one that's on uh, Netflix right now. That's the uh, Filipino. Oh, yeah. Tresse, yeah. Yeah, Tresse. Tresse. She Tresse. watched that, which was a wild, 
wild mm. story. It was I've a wild some, yeah. ride. I've heard mixed stuff, but I haven't watched it yet. I want I want it's, to try. I it. would say it's mm. pretty good. I I yeah. I would give it like a B as far uh-huh. as in like it was interesting That's enough that I ha- yeah I would give it a B as far as anime is concerned. Like it mm-hmm. was yeah. interesting enough that it pulled me in, even though I didn't. I didn't see like the start and any anime that's good enough at all times for it to like pull my attention mm-hmm. from another room is good. And then the art styles, the, the art styles where it loses some of its grade where mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like you can definitely tell that they don't have uh, an animation community in mm-hmm. the Philippines or wherever it's from. Uh, right. I think it's the Philippines yes, um, I think you're because right. it's real wonky. Like the animation is yeah. real wonky and real kind of feels kind of college-esque in Mm. some regards like especially during the fight scenes Mm. you can kind of see some of the imperfections and they've done a real good job of like hiding it to where it looks like it's stylized that way Mm. but as someone who's consumed an obscene amount of anime i'm like no this just seems like like, you just don't have the funding (laughs) yeah Yeah. everything looks a little off that's funny that's very interesting but it's only in the fighting like everything else looks that's, I think that's what makes it so jarring is like anything that's not fighting looks really good and really I, like up to nice. standard. But then mm-hmm. once you get into the fighting, like there's two characters that basically like float around statically, like their mm. arms and legs aren't moving. And like oh. it really uh-huh. looks <laughs> janky. Like, like, like T-posing Yeah, the like, 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 like they drew one cell and then just like moved it around. Like, like that? it, so it looks real jank. And that's in the final fight. Like that's in the final oh. fight of the season. It looks wow. jank. And I'm like, wow, wow. woof, bro, woof. Wow, <laughs> oh, that's wild. Well, but uh, she, definitely got to check it out. But well, she I'm, like I'm so the story. The end of the story is, uh-huh. is she uh, she just like looks up what's popular on Reddit. Like she goes oh, yeah. through Reddit and figures out like what's leading. So she she knows what to to consume next. And uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is in there. Yeah, and apparently it's just like oh, okay. crushing it right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it's like sort of the I mean it's like the second coming of Demon Slayer is kind of what you know Demon Slayer had this massive worldwide phenomenon that is. But he was on it, and it was selling out everywhere. And Slayer was, you know, making these massive milestones. Anime broke the box office record for anime films, like you know, all this stuff. And now Jujutsu Kaisen is replicating that. You know, also having these enormous sales and, un, you know, undeniably like unmatched. And now it's having it. It had a great first. I'm not hearing. First oh, yep. Oh. oh, Jerry, you're cutting down oh. a little bit. Oh, sorry. Okay, is my way too far get... away. So I think I got too far back. Okay, okay, am I back in? You're good. You're you can good. hear me. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're good. You're good. <laughs> Beside the point, all I'm saying, JJK, it's yeah, it's blowing up. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, I think you'd have a blast. If you like Demon Slayer, I think you'll like Jujutsu Kaisen as well. It, you know, I'm very already similar like, style. I'm already like obligated to, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. watch it now. You, you know Panda, so you have to. Yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. yeah. I, I know Panda. I'm saying. Yeah. Now I that you know, to, I'm like you would have to pay. Yeah. I'm <laughs> okay, boys. What are you thinking? Um, I, I think question. I have I have one last question. Um, yeah, sure. And, okay. and Corey, you can okay. let us know if you can answer this. Um, but okay. um, if you can answer this. But um, so out of I don't so from the anime that you've seen that hasn't been dubbed yet, um, are there any like shows or characters that are kind of like a dream dub? Oh, for that's you, a great or, like, question. Like a dream yeah, like uh, yeah. if you can answer it, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Because there's a there's a lot of anime out there that it's has like been all of yet, the roles so. all the roles that I would want like I really would want uh, mm-hmm. have already been like cast like I really I like right uh, 
I can tell you this because they've already cast it. I like auditioned for Jiren. I was one of the ones that got to audition for Jiren. Wow. Um, And so I thought that would have been super cool to get to be him. Um, Jiren's an awesome character, by the way. So it's like. Yeah, because like. Demon Slayer Slayer records out of LA, so there's nothing. Like, I can't really get any of those. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I forgot about that. I've auditioned for a particular arc in a very in a very popular anime. Okay, and okay. I if I could get one of uh, like one of the main villains from that mm. rogue gallery would be really cool, but they've already started announcing one of them, so I'm I'm assuming I didn't get it, but um, uh, I just I just what? need Colleen Clinkenbeard to notice me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder which oh, it's, <laughs> I, it's so awful. Like it's, it's funny. So Every funny. time I go in and record with her, I always like uh-huh. I, I always like freak out, like just yeah. like, like I'm more, like so. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever they've ever gotten to talk about it, but there's like a hierarchy yeah. of Funimation. So oh. you start out doing Walla, mm-hmm. start out doing Walla, which is like all the background stuff of right. like crowds talking. So you're usually in a group and you and you do that, and then you get to do then you move up to bits and Walla, and then you do, move up to bits, then you move up to one-off characters, then you move up to supporting characters, and then eventually once you once you make it, you get a lead character. Mm-hmm. And I've actually done a lead character before, but it was in a show that had no fan base, which was Stand mm-hmm. My Hero's Piece of Truth, which is a reverse harem show based off of a mobile game. So it was... Okay. Yeah, yeah I'd never was, heard uh, of that one. I, exactly. <laughs> it's Generally, it's it's audience are female because it's a reverse mm-hmm. harem, so it's a bunch of dudes and one girl. girl. And mm-hmm. it was... Uh, it had a really short-lived, flash-in-the-pan kind of lifespan. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, that's so cool. I, so though. I've actually I've actually done like a main role, and then I have Yona and Fire Force. But like yeah. the thing that I'm most proud of is like tiny roles in my hero. Like I'm like a dude oh, that dies yeah. immediately. Oh, yeah. I'm like a villain during the airy raid. Like I'm just oh, like one funny. guy that's like I throw like needles off of a bush. Like I'm like <laughs> who cares? That's all I say. That's all I say. Yeah. Who cares? And then I'm the that's warden so cool. watching over. I'm the warden watching over all for one. He's like he moved on uh, this this moment. It's like in the latest episode. It's like he moved yeah. at this uh, this time. Noted, and they're like, yeah, we will. And um, so what? But, but when that's I go, awesome. That's so it's awesome. awesome. That's yeah, it's awesome. like but the thing is, is like so cool. that, the, every time you record because like it's yeah. a flagship show. So every time yeah. you record, it's like an right. And so every time I get in with Colleen, I start freaking out. Oh, <laughs> oh man, because that's I'm like true. I'm. There's two things happening. A, it's like this is the flagship show, so I'd already be freaking out because this is like right. this is I'm I'm now like showing what I can do. And then two, I'm a huge fanboy of my hero. So I'm yeah, just so like, I'm in my hero. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> losing my shit. And I that's uh, fantastic. That's so awesome. Uh, makes it it's awesome. okay. Yeah. Well, we wish you <laughs> luck, obviously, as you continue yep. to oh, progress. I mean, uh it's been so awesome to just hear all this and just what you i mean it sounds like a very fun experience that you've been able to really um cultivate um are you excited to be doing improv shows in person again like is that oh, does that yeah. make you excited cuz oh yeah i was just thinking about that i was like i was like how are you feeling about that oh i love it like yeah. uh, so one of the things i was going to talk about mm-hmm. it, if it ever came up was just like yeah. uh i think the pandemic did something one thing good Mm-hmm. in my mind and they did it for the anime community because mm-hmm. in 2019 before the pandemic the the kind of the vibe on the con floor in the community was really toxic like oh, yeah. super like like 
because I kind of grew up in like I got introduced to cons in 2009. I kind of got I kind of grew up in the golden age of cosplay where cosplay was right. popular. Yeah. You had all these like outbreak stars like Yaya Han. Um, mm. Like I knew Yaya Han before she was Yaya. I remember. Han. Like I yeah. Knew, like yeah. And like and so. And like it was just like you would go to a con like in twenty in two thousand and nine and two thousand and ten and so on. You go to a con and everybody was just excited to be there. Like right. cons, like cosplays that were either made in the closet or just like made by hand. Like they got the same amount of attention. Like oh my gosh, right. you're L and L's a lazy cosplay. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, but like the, people yeah. had the same the same fervency. They were like oh yes. my gosh, you're L. That's awesome. And then like yes. as in the same fervency to somebody like put all this effort in. But, like, mm. in 2019 and, like, late-stage cosplay, it was just, like, people were criticizing. Like, people could make wonderful works of mechanical art yep. as cosplays. And then somebody would just start, like, shitting on them. Oh. And like, it's not accurate. They never wore this. You're not the right color. Like, yeah, just, there was a lot of mess with vitriol, that. vitriol. Just vitriol. I remember. Call and those, so call those the, gatekeepers. Yeah, yeah gatekeepers. the gatekeepers. So mm. much gatekeeping on everything in anime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit, and they all got locked in their houses. <laughs> yep. And all of a sudden, something reset. Mm. And coming out of the pandemic, we have four times as many. So now there's four times as many voices that are like four anime. And so the gatekeepers are real, a lot quieter because there's just so few of them comparatively yeah. to the... The mm-hmm. amount of fans, and then just the fans. Like, so I did a con like four weeks mm-hmm. ago, and the the vibe on the floor is different. Like, people mm-hmm. are just just excited. Like, oh my god, your cosplay is awesome. Sometimes yeah. they're not even in fucking cosplay; they're just pointing yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, and I was like, this is what I miss. Yeah. Like this yeah. this right here. Like one of like one of the things I've never seen. So at mm-hmm. this con, every single one of the panels were full attended. Every wow. single one. Wow. Like when a panel was See, going on awesome. at this con. When a panel was going on at the con, the floor cleared. Mm. They were like the dealer's room, wow. everything cleared. Like they would that's, just go to these panels, good. even if they didn't know if they liked it or not. Like yeah. right. we had a writing panel, which I don't know why they booked one of our writing panels. It's my least favorite, but this con booked one of our writing panels. And we're just in there and like we have a full room. We've never had a full room for a writing panel. Wow. Never. Wow. And like, and they're just sitting there like, <laughs> Starstruck. Just <laughs> like, like just we teach, love anime. Teach me. We're. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm gonna like this because I am outside, and so <laughs> it was awesome. It was just that's so, great. Yeah, I think yeah. the I think the pandemic did one good thing, which it was kind of yeah. a weird hard reset for mm-hmm. the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and lots of new uh, new fans that are trying to come out to these things and want to yeah. be involved and love. You know, they fell in love with anime while they were During stuck the at home, yeah. and yeah. now they want to get out and see what it's all about. And I, oh. I just went to um oh. what. Can you hear me? We lost, we lost, lost you again. Shit. Um, my damn mic. Um, just got blue yeti. Um, yeah. I'm like, damn this blue yeti. Uh, but uh, I just went to Kamehacon this last weekend. Oh. And yeah, so uh, it was a blast, and I was very. I I went in with no expectation, and I still had an amazing time. You know, I, it was still just a great time. So many cosplayers, some great vendor booths. I mean, some really fun panels as well, and. I really, I literally had the uh, time of my life. I got an opportunity to sit down with Elise Bauman um, Ooh, for a moment. Elise, yeah. I love Elise. Yeah. So I awesome. sat down with her. I'm trying to. Her and I started talking. And I asked her. I might be able to get her on this podcast. Fingers crossed. Oh, yeah, she said she. Probably, she pro- said she'd probably. be willing. Yeah. So I sat and talked to her for a while while I was there, and she has such great insight and just um, mainly because I'm an event planner in my day job, and she helped to put Kamehameha on. And so I was asking her all this stuff. You know, oh, you know how. 
how did this go? What's the, you know, how's it been? And um, it was really awesome to learn that. But then also she's a voice actor and she coaches and all this stuff. So I had a really great interaction. It was, it felt like a, it, it was a small con. And I think that's what I liked about it. It felt like a small con. Everyone felt really familiar. So it was just weird to, cause it's really the first con I've been to since the pandemic started. You know, I'd gone yeah. to maybe a fest before, like right before the pandemic. And, um, but then I hadn't gone to a while to anything. And then, yeah, so it, it was a really cool experience to be back out on the floor and uh, doing it again. And I, I'm, I'm right there with you. And hopefully uh, David Kinney and I, we can uh, come see you do improv sometime soon. I'll be, I'll be at well, Akon. I'll be okay. at Akon again next year. I got and you. I okay. do okay. shows here in this. If you all live here, I do shows. This we, week. Do, we do. We do. So oh, we're going to really have to come. We're going to have to roll out to something and uh, come see you because, uh, I mean, I've seen you multiple times before I knew you. Knew, now I know you a lot better. But, um, you know, before this, I've actually seen you perform multiple times, weirdly enough. Which Is that a weird? Have you ever heard was someone? It a good, is oh, that no. Weird? I, no, it's not you, it's weird It's come at all. up a lot. Okay, good. Okay. Like, it comes up like, a lot. And it I've comes up in one before. of two weird, like, two weird uh -huh. ways. Like, it's either uh -huh. this way, which is awesome. This is my favorite way. <laughs> but I've also been in a kid show for, like, 10 years and so sometimes it's like kids that have grown up with me or their parents oh, and that's, that's always that's, wow. it's always super weird because <laughs> yeah, it's like that, oh what <laughs> no yeah yeah <laughs> and yes your shows are always great i think that the other i wish i could i've all the other guys and girls that are on uh the group of people that are on your trip take one they uh have always put on a hell of a show is all i'll yeah. say and yeah. um i've always had a good time watching you guys and that's uh been a blast every time i've been able to see it oh, mainly at anime conventions but um that's really cool but yeah improv yeah, is hard too so improv is hella hard it's, and it's i totally so know that i know that yeah. Um, yeah i don't think so but i just don't think you were taught by the right person <laughs> that's that's always my that's, that's about my, uh, maybe i'll sign up for some of your classes yeah, maybe we'll roll out all three yeah, of the show, dude, 20 yeah. or dude, there's nothing better for podcasting than improv. Right. Then you can I think it would be so much fun. Uh, to you guys are already good at like oh. sharing space and sharing attention. Like you already got oh. most of the fundamentals. It's just look at that. <laughs> so there you we're go. We're yes Sandy. So, I, think yeah. kind of, I think we're kind of funny sometimes yeah. too. No, I'm yeah. oh, I, I, think so. <laughs> I don't know about that. Especially one. when we're going on, you know, we're going on a bit about how terrible yeah. Bleach is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Bleach. Oh, man, so funny, swords dude. are so cool though, right? Swords are so, no. swords yeah, are so cool. You know, funny, especially dude. when it's wielded by an emotionless turd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walking scarecrow. Um, okay, yeah. so uh, this has been great, Corey. Uh, we've had a blast having you on and on. Yep just uh oh, fantastic can't, time. can't commend you enough and it's always fun to hear people's perspectives on all this stuff um if you is there anything i like to you know is there anything you wanted to say that you thought might be funny or any other anecdotes or stories about voice acting anime so on and so forth that we didn't hit that you think would be funny to share now with people oh, that might be man. listening oh man you put me on the spot like there's so many things in the moment i could think of yeah. like at one point during the conversation i was like oh i should tell him how i met toff recently and got to party with her. oh <laughs> that's a good story wait that's a hell of a good story <laughs> come on now i feel like we have to hear that story I'm like... oh man oh she is it was wild but like there's so it's like I'm trying to see figure out in my mind like the version of the story that I can tell because there's like yeah, definitely like, aspects of the story that's... that that can that can never see the light of day. Like, yeah, right, just, like, right, right, right. Understand. Um, but uh, but there was like so many wild things that happen. Um, right. But I'll tell you how I like how I ended how... up meeting her. Yeah. Uh, sure. So we were all at this con. So it's like our first con back out of the pandemic, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, we finished our show. We had a full house in the main stage. It was awesome. It was a wicked good show, though. It was a weird show because the audiences... <laughs> one thing I will say is audiences don't remember how to be audiences anymore because we've been by ourselves. And you don't so watch awkward. a show like you watch a live show. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ever actually, like, had a video taken of you, like, what, watching something you find funny mm-hmm. in, like, you're still small, you don't laugh out loud. You're just like... Huh. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like a weird like singular punctuated one where like <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah like everybody does it that's how you are when you're private that's your natural like resting like enjoying entertainment that's what people mm-hmm. are like and so they've been like that for a year and now they're doing it in front of other people and so like we i had to like prompt them on like okay we can cheer now like we can because right. like, you could tell like they just oh, yeah. they were they were having the time it reminded me of this show I did in Hawaii once. Mm-hmm. You want right. to do a weird comedy show? Go do a comedy show in Hawaii. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. Because Hawaiians don't get ex- super excitable. They're not like a mm. really excitable people. Like they don't. Yeah. They're not rowdy like mainlanders are. Yeah. Right. And so like we had like 300 people at our first show at the show in Hawaii, and wow. like the best we could get was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like the the like the prime symptom of it was this like big guy this big guy front and center and he's just sitting there and he's like huge and he's just (laughs) the entire time i thought we were bombing so i left that show and i thought we had bombed and that guy walks up to me he's like a head taller than me he's like that was really funny man that was a really funny show. And I was like, you could have told me during. Could cheer, could laugh. You could have said some feedback. He's like, what? And yeah, and so I knew the show did well because the second show, the show the next day had like an additional like 100 people. Like we, wow. we went up in number. And wow. so, and it was the same thing. You could tell all the mainlanders in the room because they were the only ones being like, <laughs> like just like yeah. laughing out loud and clapping out loud. Like, yeah, like oh, yeah. <laughs> like it was super weird and so, so that was what this show was like so i remembered my hawaiian days so i was like all right i can handle this and so we did we went back to our rooms and i'm just exhausted and uh we got invited to a room party for mm. like this other guest and so we i was like i'm gonna go there and okay. i met a fey wild being <laughs> <laughs> okay so this th- okay. So if I tell this story, this part of the story, I won't be able to promote this on my social media because I don't want some of my clients finding it. Right. But this, okay, okay. I met a Feywild being. For those of you that are are mm-hmm. play D and D, you know what I'm talking about. They're like crazy, mm-hmm. like demigods. And I'm mm-hmm. I swear that this chick was a crazy demigod. Okay. I walk in the room and she's like a Reddit comment section by herself, oh, no. and she's going oh, and she's having oh, like no. an art, but she's arguing all sides she's all reddit comments all by herself she's having like a full-blown debate with herself but like every other like every third line is about the good dick and i'm just like i can't even figure out what to riff on because she's moving in a million and then she's like making this trash can punch in the ice bucket of this room that's not hers she's a She's just oh my this person. took this alcohol, just started like trash can punching it, and is drinking it out of this like yeah, ice bucket in this room. And she's just stuff. going on about like random stuff, like the the, the weird left, like weird left and weird like conservative right stuff. Like she's going off the wall, and then like every other line's like, yeah, but you just got to get that good dick, am I right? 
Like just oh my going God. on. This needs to be like a YouTube skit. This I need, is funny. I, I, I this. This. <laughs> and I am just exhausted. And so I can't even like, and so I'm just sitting there in there and this room is weird. Like they're playing Mortal Kombat. One girl's watching like Dallas Fuel. And then this chick is just in <laughs> the, the center heck? of it all being a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so I was like, I was just stunned. And so I leave and I look out, I look into the other room and there's people doing biology homework. Then I go out into the hallway, down the hallway, somebody's having like a, like a domestic thing. I don't know. And then I go back into my room and I'm like, guys. You need to go across the hallway. No, you <laughs> you're like you, you will need, not believe me if I die, if you don't go see it. So you have to get up. I'm sorry. So my wife and one of my other teammates are like, "Okay, we're gonna go." And then they start getting right. Like, no, you don't have time. She could phase out at any moment. Like, she could just phase out of existence at any moment. I need Shoot. you to go now. And so I kick them out of the room to go across the hallway, yep. and they go and they're and they the guy opens the door and he's like, "Oh, they left. They're gone." Oh. And I was like, oh. I knew it. I knew it. He's away. like, they're down, they're down at the rave. And so we're like, they're, and so my go? wife and pals were like, we're going to the rave. And so oh we go to God. the rave. So we go to the rave to make this stay wild being. Yeah. So we get down there. It's it's super weird. They're playing like children's music. Always. Like super weird. Always oh weird. It's so always we're like, weird. So we're like, this is lame. So then the conductor walks up and it's like, hey, we owe you guys drinks. Follow us. So then we go. And we oh, end up like there you at go. this like semi-private party at the bar. It's weird, but all the guests are there, and Toph's right. there. So I sit down at this table, and Toph and her exceptionally, like unbelievably attractive boyfriend is there. Whoa! And this guy, Whoa. this guy is like meeting a full-blown like high elf type character. Like oh, he's wow. just everything about him is pristine and perfect and he's a, like a ray of sunshine. He makes you feel like you're the most important human being that's ever spoken anything. Wow. Like wow. he just and he also looks a weirdly like Jared Padalecki. Like he's like <laughs> it's really okay. just it was the experience. Like my wife leans over and she goes I think he's more attractive than you. And I was like, oh, I I know he is. <laughs> I know that feel. <laughs> like, oh, I know he is. Yeah. And so he starts talking with us and Toph's like, and she's just crass. And she's like, hey, I'm in a kid show. I have to be like that for most of my life. I'm. She's just going right. off, slamming drinks back. That's so amazing. one of my other teammates sits down next to us and he's kind of drunk. And he starts like doubling down on a bit he shouldn't have like, oh, like, you, like you ever double down on a joke <laughs> yeah. yes and he clears the table like, oh, everybody no. leaves no. but he summons the fey wild being no, no she, she returns <laughs> and i don't even know what happened she starts having a full-on devotional prayer to the good dick in the middle of this bar. Oh that is God. how I met Ta the voice actress of Toph Bay Fong was chasing a Feywild being. <laughs> and it all comes back. And, and now we're like, that is and now gold. we're friends and stuff. No, that's great. That is it's all. It all it all dates back to the good dick. That's good what it's dick. all about, everyone. Yeah, that, that is. It, you know. That's where it truly the base root <laughs> of this. so weird. <laughs> if you chase if you, the good dick, you'll meet someone interesting. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all you'll about. meet your heroes, wow. Jason. Holy shit. What an amazing story. It was so – I, I couldn't I make up any of that. Like, it was such a bizarre – 
Like, wow. I'm like, I'm like imagining it in my head. I'm like, I need to like oh. see like a show like inspired off of this or something. Yeah, this or, like, is a beautiful series. This is that's oh like, my the, god. The world needs to know this. You want to mm-hmm. you want a PS of this? She phased out of existence again to where they like lost wow. track of her. So oh, like her her roommate was at a booth the next morning, and I'm hungover. And her, I guess someone she was staying with was like uh, the handler of my buddy Matt Rudd, who's. Mm-hmm. Uh, panda engineer uh jujitsu kaisen yeah and he she was sitting and she's like yeah we don't know what happened to her she just disappeared we haven't found her yet was she real (laughs) did she even exist maybe she got good dicked out of existence dude she she appeared she appeared at one o'clock like apparently she just showed back up so i'm thoroughly convinced that she was just like she's a summoned being (laughs) she's just going back to her plane Like, oh, I love that wow. so much. Okay, wow, that's fantastic. That's that was great. Corey, that was a great that was a great story to close this out. Yeah, great. Uh, I think that, I think the, the, the best story it, I've ever heard on this podcast. For all the viewers that make it to the end of this podcast, this is the absolute treat of the podcast, right? There. <laughs> um, absolutely. Well, uh, again, thank you so much, Corey. We loved having you. I mean, just an absolute joy to to talk with and learn more about everything. So, uh, thank you so much uh, for those of you listening at home. Thank you so much for listening. We uh, love being able to put out episodes for you guys. Developed a small but mighty uh, fan base that has been coming back to our that, and we're putting out content uh, like we do. So make sure that you guys like, comment, subscribe, do all the like, wonderful comment, stuff. Subscribe. Hit us over on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on all of your favorite podcast platforms as well, because giving us any sort of follow, like, all that good stuff is going to help the uh, the podcast to continue to grow. So thank you guys for listening. This is the Uncensored Anime Podcast, and we're saying. Peace.